one of the um, responsibilities, as a, as a father you have lots of responsibilities, um, opportunities, obligations, uh, you know, chinuch, mitzvahs, midos. Um, one of the things that I like to do with my kids is tell them, like, bad dad jokes, um, really bad puns, and things like that. Uh, certainly as a rabbinic father, I feel like it's doubly my responsibility. Um, so I had my kids in the car last week, and I call that a captive audience, no escaping. And uh, so I, I was like, you know, pulling on my, uh, on, on, on my, my whole routine over there. So I told them, you know, some of the classics, and if you can, if you can um, finish it off. Why six afraid of seven? Seven, eight, nine. Right? So, you know, some of my kids are rolling their eyes, some of the kids are laughing, some of the kids are saying, what, I don't get it. Um, and then I try and see if my kids are paying attention, I tell it to them in Hebrew. Lama Sheshmet Pachem Yisheva, Yisheveh and no one gets it. Um, so, so then one of my kids, it was such nachas, one of my kids said to me, I've got one for you. Oh, such nachas. So they said to me, um... What does the triangle say to the to the circle? It says you're pointless. <laughs> such nachas. It was such nachas. It was such nachas. I was thinking about it. Um, I was thinking about it that uh, Alan Alan inspired me. That we have to talk about a three point shot. So, you know, just to be clear, that picture on the board is a picture of me when I play basketball. That's the way I play. So. But I was thinking about this, uh, you know, circles and, and triangles, and I was thinking that, you know, from a certain perspective, um, a circle is a much more elegant shape. Everything's even, nothing's jutting out. It's very simple. It's much more simple, I think. I'm sure Sam will have a whole terror for me about this. Um, but uh, mathematically, pi, what triangles are always, always complicated. What's, what's the angle? What type of triangle is it? Uh, and I think often in life, we try to emulate the circle, we want to be even, we want to go, go around and around. Um, so what I'd like to present is maybe why we want to have triangles in our lives. That's really our three-point over here. Less about the three-point shot, we'll get there. You have to have some basketball. Uh, so what I want to do, hence the triangle, is try and think about three different points um, that could be relevant in our lives, in terms of mitzvahs, in terms of Kabbalah Satara, in this week's parasha. There's a Gemara in Masech Shabbos. Gemara, descri- Gemara is talking about in, in these Dapim, Dapiches, the sugyas of Kabbalah's Torah, the Harsina experience. And the Gemara says, Brich Rachmana, blessed is Hashem, the Yahav Urian Tlisai, that he gave us the Urian Tlisai, the three-pronged instructions, La'am Tlisai, to the three nation, Ali Dei Tlisai, by way of the number three, Biyom Tlisai, on the third day, Biyarchat Tlisai, on the third month. So that means, says Rashi, he gave us Tar Nevim Uksuvim, to the three-pronged nation, Kohanim Levim Yisraelim, by way of the third one, Moshe's third in his family, and I'll add Shevet Levi's number three. Rashi doesn't say that. On the third day in preparation for Kabbalah's Torah, in the third month, the threes. That, this is this is what Alan inspired me to think about. So, 
what exactly does this uh, mean here? If Pincus has a little um, book he wrote, it's called something like Bracha B'chashvim, Birkus B'chashvim, I forget what it's called, where he discusses numbers over there. It's basically a parish on Chagagia. Echadmiyadea, sorry. And he describes there, number three, as... He quotes the Gemara. The Gemara says that there are three partners in the creation of men, mother, father, and Vash Baruch Similarly, the Gemara says that you have... Uh, if you have Shalom Ba'is between a husband and wife, then Shekhinu B'neim. Then you have Hakash Baruch who's there as well. So if Pincus points out that apparently, in order to have things that last, you need three. To build something which lasts, you need three. Two is not going to be enough. You know, a tripod is, is the bare minimum for standing. That, and he points out that's the Avos, that's the building of the nation. Okay, maybe we'll talk about talk about the Avos and the most. I think we're going to make it like three, which is four. So that that, that, that that will come to. That's really the three-point shot. Anyone who's aware, if you, when you get fouled on the three-point shot and you make it, you get, a, you get four points. That's three, which is four. So you, you, need, you need three things to build something, to create something of, uh, of value. I saw there's a Rav in um, Chicago. His name's Rafaim Torsky. Familiar? He has a sefer called Sari Alafim. Very interesting sefer on uh, on Chumash. So he quotes this Gemara, and he wants to explain this Gemara based on the Chassan Sefer. Chassan Sefer is discussing why is it that we have a minog on Shavuos, and that's a little bit ahead of Shavuos, but okay, Kabbalah Satara is in Pashas Yisro, so we're okay to talk about that. Uh, where the Chassan Sefer says, why is it we have a minog to eat on, on Shavuos? There are lots of answers given, but he, sh- he just will share the Chassan Sofer's answer. Chassan Sofer says, the milk has three parts. There's the top top part, which you use to make butter. There's the middle part, which you use to make cheese. And then there's the, there's the bottom part, which is the whey. Which is basically, okay, you know, until a few years ago, we just th- throw it away. So it says the Chassan Sofer, so the highest level is butter. That's the most chashuv. Then you've got cheese. Then, then you've got the whey. But in order to have the, the entity of milk has all three of those things. It brings them all together. So says the Chassan Zofer, that's why we want to have milk on Shavuos, because we want to emphasize all three things. We want, we want to emphasize the top, the middle, and the bottom. So says Rabbi Ephraim Tversky, what's, what's all the threes about when it comes to Kabbalah Satara? Because we have three different elements of Kalal Israel. We've tzaddikim, we've beinonim, and we've rishayim. The upper layer, the tzaddikim, firing all cylinders. We have the rishayim, we have work to do. And we have the beinonim, the rest of us. And that's important. It's significant to have all, all of those things. Rav Kook has a similar idea. Rav Kook writes that in wine, you have the dregs on the bottom which no one really wants, I think. Okay? I don't know anything about wine, but we don't really want the dregs. However, Rav Kook p- points out, in Hebrew, uh, the dregs are called shmarim, Lashnam shmira, to guard, to protect. So he says, you don't want them, but they guard, they protect, they enable the wine to become what it is. But it's got to stay in the bottom. So Rav Kook says, you have certain elements in life which are not good. Objectively, they're not good. We don't want them. But you also can't do without them. And the challenge of life is not them get to the top, not them get mixed in. You got to push them down. You got to keep them at the bottom. That's what that's what the that's what the dregs are. So we, we want to have um, this 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 
triple element of Kal Yisrael, Tzadikim, Beinonim, and Rishonim. If we move to um, Alan's three-point shot, the, the basketball uh, analogy, the I, I had to do some research. By research, I just mean I, I typed into Google. <laughs> That's how we research. Um, so apparently, I didn't realize this, but the bas- but the three-point shot was introduced in the NBA in the 1970-1980 season. That would be the season of Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Uh, but, but maybe let's just describe the gallows of the three-point shot. Nowadays, apparently, my basketball um, knowledge like capped out 20 years ago. But apparently, the game has totally changed. Like it's all just about shooting three-pointers nowadays, maybe. But uh, prior to the three-point shot, or if you never played with a three-point shot, there's really you, what you want to do is you want to get as close to the basket as possible because that's the highest percentage of getting it in the basket, and that's what you're trying to do. Fine. So prior to a three-point shot, or if you don't play with a three-point shot, <coughs> who's the best player? The guy who can just go like this. The tallest guy. Just lists, puts, his, puts his hand up above everyone just gets it in. Once he introduced the three-point shot, so now there's value to being further away. And it kind of spreads the whole game out. So it used to be, if you don't play with a three-point shot, everyone's just crowded in. Because why would we ever go further away from the basket when we don't want the ball to go further away, we want it to go in. But the second that you introduce the three-point shot, well, what happens is the whole game spreads out, and there's value to being, being close, there's value to being far away, and there's even value to what they call the mid-game, the mid-range jumper. And I think that's exactly what uh, Rav Torsi is describing here. There's different elements. There's people that are very close. There's people that are far away, somewhere in the middle. You need a little bit of, of it all. And personally, I'm not such so, so into the three-point shot, okay, 20 years ago. But so what I want to try and think about together is three, maybe if we get to four, so that's the three, which is four elements, of the uh, of this idea of the tzaddikim, um, beinonim, and rishayim. Element number one is responsibility. Some people say that, and it's not an incorrect statement, that the most selfish you know person on the planet is a yeshiva bacher. The most selfish person person that, that you could be. Uh, is that a you know is that an accusation against any one person or multiple people in the room? No, but I'm sure we've all been told or we've thought, well, what am I doing here? I'm here to work on myself. I'm here to grow. I'm here to develop. And therefore, that's what's called being selfish, right? I'm here for myself. And that's true. We should be here for ourselves. We should be here to focus and develop and build ourselves. However, if we're only here for that, and we kind of ignore our relationship between the way I build myself and the outside world, and what that means, I'm kind of missing the point. We've discussed um, the idea of Kol Yisrael and we're all connected to each other. And the Ran has this formulation in Sechs um, Rashona, where the Ran says that Kol Yisrael Zelazel, we're all connected to each other, means that not only is am I connected to you, but my mitzvah is an incomplete mitzvah when you're not involved. If we would translate that into a Kabbalah Satara, that would mean my Kabbalah Satara is incomplete when you don't have a Kabbalah Satara, when you don't have a full-fledged Kabbalah Satara. 
and then and therefore that 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 creates a responsibility on my part to share that. I want to share with you a sefer chinuch. I feel awkward sharing sefer chinuch in front of a schoolmaker, but no, what am I supposed to do? Um, sefer chinuch is describing the mitzvah of ma'isabim. There's a mitzvah every year. You you count up your 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 animals that are that are kosher animals, and you bring them up to the base midrash, tenth animal, etc. So Sefer Chinuch explains what's the idea behind this mitzvah. So he says, Hashem bachar ba Yisrael v'chavetz l'man sitchol diyas kulam oskim b'taraso v'yodeshma. Hashem wants everyone to be involved in Torah, everyone to have a relationship with him. However, he says. Hashem knows, but most people get involved in the world. Most people have to make a parnasa. Most people have to go to parent-teacher conferences. There's a lot of things going on in life. So what are you supposed to do? So he says, Hashem created a system that everyone's going to have a relationship with her. How's that going to be? Because when you come to Yerushalayim, you can't not be inspired. Tosis and Babasar describes in other places, the tremendous inspiration it is to see a base Migdash, to see the Karbanos, to see Kalan and Levim doing the, the Avodah, the Shira. Even nowadays, without a base Migdash, you walk around the streets of Yerushalayim and hopefully we're, we're inspired. But then the Sefer Chinuch says, there's, uh, he says, so either I'm going to come up every year and I'll be inspired, or Yishlach Lasham Echad Bonov, I'll send one of my kids. I'll send a representative. Shiyu mocham v'yenizah ba'osim peros u'mitoch kach yek b'chol ba'is u'ba'is mikol Yisrael ish chacham yudei atara asher yilamik b'chachmaso kol beis aviv. So as the Sefer Chinuch, what's going to happen? One person is going to come to Yerushalayim. They're going to be inspired by everything. They're going to go. They're going to go back home. They're going to bring home with them all those experiences. That's a tremendous responsibility. If you think about it, without doing the math and the percentages, um, but. We're sitting in the room of the elite of the of, of the Jewish world. Think about it. how many Jews are there that know they're Jewish, that are connected to Torah, that have an opportunity to learn in er- to learn to learn in a significant way, etc. etc. It's a very very small percentage. So we're amongst the elite. But you know, if we can quote Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. We we have an obligation. That's not just for ourselves. The second that we say, well, you know, I'm here to build myself. That's it. Then I missed the boat. I'm here to build myself. Absolutely. But with that means I'm going to go somewhere after here. Whether it means I'm going to go, I'm going to build my own home, I'm going to go back to my parents, I'm going to go back to my community, whatever it is. But I have to take this with me. That's element number one. The idea of everyone being together is, is, the, is the idea of responsibility. Second idea is the idea of being connected. Because if you, if you think about what we just developed, the idea of responsibility. So I might view, you know, my fellow Jews as basically a nebuch. They, they don't know, I know, let me save them. So I'm up here, they're down here. So, you know, when I'm up here with great power comes great responsibility, I've got to take care of them. But I don't think that's true. There's a Gemara in uh, Masechus Crisus. You can find it quickly, trying to read it to you. So I think it is a powerful... Lashon? Yeah. It says in Mara. Amar of Chana Barbizna, Amar of Shimon Chasida, Kok Tainis Shein Bami Poshi Yisrael, if you have a fast day, if you do, we declare a fast day, because we're in some sort of calamity, and we don't have Poshi Yisrael, we don't have sinners involved in that, ain't a Tainis. Invalid. Non-valid fasting. 
walk. I don't understand. I thought we should just push those people aside. The dregs, sink them to the bottom, let's, let's forget them. But apparently, you see from the Gemara, there is a value of inclusivity to include other people. Now, we have to always be concerned about who's influencing who. Am I going to be brought down by that? How can I make sure this is a kosher environment for myself? How could I, you know, not, I, I want my kids to see certain things, but I don't want them to see other things. 100%. So th- those are valid concerns and questions. But the fact that we want everyone there tells me something. The Medrash says that before Rabbi Yudha Nasi would begin giving shir, he would take attendance and wait for everyone to come. Why? So the Medrash explains it. Just like when we, when we read, before Shavuos every year, we read parts of Midbar and we read about the county of Palestine. Because every person is important. Every person is important in terms of our Kabbalah Satara, in terms of developing. Everyone's bringing something different to the table. Some of us are bringing something from up here, some of us are bringing something from here, some of us are bringing something down there. Well, we're all bringing something. And just like when you, when you have a tiniest, and we want to create, we want to you know, be mevatal, we want to bring some, some tov, some hashem shefa into Klal Yisrael, so we need all three elements. So, there is a, there is a value of, of inclusivity, of connectivity, let's call it. That's element number two. Element number three is maybe the most broad. We'll call that tzibur. The idea of a community in general. They say that tzibur is actually an acronym of tzadikim beinonim and rishayim. That's what a tzibur is. A tzibur means you've got, you got all different types. And it's important to have a tzibur. Our personal, our human experience, and certainly our religious experience, is infinitely enhanced by, by a tzibur. Imagine you're making a simcha, make a shalom zacha, mazel tov, and like three people show up. Are you trying to make a wedding for one of your kids? Like, you know, four people show up. Like, it's, it's embarrassing. It feels awkward. I'm not, I'm, you know, it's not embarrassing because these are all my friends. But it's just, it doesn't feel right. Um, and it's important to realize that seaboard doesn't mean everyone has to be the exact same. If you have a seaboard where there's no room for any individuality, I can't be a little bit like this, you can't be a little bit like that. Personally, it's not a tzibur I want to be part of. Now, every community has to decide what are the the you know pillars of the community, what's beyond the pale for each particular community, and that's valid. But if we're looking for cookie cutters, I don't know. Tzibur, tzadikim beinonim b'shayim. There's different types of people, and like we said, different there are different voices. Not all voices are equal. The Russia's voice is not the same voice as the tzaddik's voice. It shouldn't carry the same weight. But there, there need to, there, we need to have different voices. I think what's I think what we need to emphasize when it comes to Tzibur is this idea of it, it, the Tzibur is a is a base is a basis of a Kabbalah Torah. Rashi in the sixth parasha tells us Ki'ishachad Leivachad Klaisha was together. That's part of the Kabbalah Torah. And I think on some level we could all you, know, you don't need me to come in and say that Tzibur is important. We like having friends. We're social people. But how much are you willing to, to extend yourself for that? You know, this past Shabbos, it was a rainy Shabbos. So the shul that I daven in is probably the furthest possible shul in my community. I have to pass, like, you know, the old joke, you know, how many shuls you got? I have to pass, like, seven shuls before I get there. 
how much are you willing to go for that in the rain? Extra few minutes. Why would I do that? There's a minion in my lobby downstairs. Should I go to the minion in the lobby? Should I walk back ten minutes to get to get in the rain? There's a minion downstairs. Or, you know, I, I, I take my boys on a Motsi Shabbos to learn Avos Okay. You know, my kids like candy. So they get candy, they get little um, tickets to redeem, to buy, to buy prizes at the end, at the end of the year. Beautiful. I don't know. I have to schlep out in, in, on a Motsi Shabbos, schlep them to the shul, then, then when I'm learning with one, the other one needs to run around, find his friend, they're bored, they're bouncing off the walls. It'd be much simpler. Let, let's sit at home. Okay, we'll learn. I'll spend an extra ten shekels and I'll buy candy. I'll buy them a prize at the end. It'd be much simpler. But they'd be missing on the whole opportunity of tzibur. Because when, when my kids go to shul on a Mutsi Shabbos, they see their friends there. And they're building a community. And we have a cult terror in the base matters. How much are you willing to extend for that? And I think it's very, very important to think about that because you don't want to be that person who, like we said, is trying to make a wedding for your kids. Ooh, I forgot to invest in the tzibur. Let me, let me do it now quickly. Let me just like, oh, I, my kids are getting married in the next like year, so let's start investing. Let's start making those relationships. It's too late. I would add that we also have to make that investment in terms of the yeshiva community. This is our com- community for right now. Ah, we might be part of multiple communities, concentric circles. That's reasonable. But we have a yeshiva community. So how much am I willing to extend myself for, to be part of the yeshiva community? Yeshiva is going somewhere. So do I say, mm, I don't know, it doesn't fit with me. Not exactly what I'm looking for. You guys go do that. I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm going to stay over here. Or should we say, well, I'm, I'm going to invest. This is a community I'm in. For better or for worse, this is what it is. Facts, I'm, I'm here. And we, we, we need to put ourselves out there a little bit. It's not the exact thing. I signed up for skills, not for tiulim. I signed up for, you know, kumzitzes and not and, and not learning. I signed up for learning and not kumzitzes, whatever, whatever I signed up for. But am I interested in just that narrow lens of what I want? Or am I interested in broadening and becoming part of a tibor? And having my experience enhanced because of that? And having everyone together because of that? So the, those, are, those are three elements that we can understand from this triple nature of the Kabbalah Satara, responsibility, Connectivity and tzibur in general, because we ha- because um, you know we, we describe the three point shot the the rule is in the NBA when you make a three point shot and you get fouled so you have an opportunity to make a foul shot which becomes four points so this is let's talk about three which is four let's add in one more element over here um, Tversky, in his piece he he says so we have tzadikim beinonim and rishayim and that's the elements of a community. And there's much more to say about this, but we'll just, you know, maybe give a, 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 an introduction to this topic. He says one other element we have to think about is all three of those elements exist within each one of us. Each one of us has a tzaddik side to us, has a benoni side to us. We're okay, we're average, we're doing okay, and we have a Russia side to us. We don't talk about that; it's a little, a little scandalous. But he says it's true. In life, in midas, in mitzvahs, there's some things that come so easy to us. Some things we've just been, we've just worked on, and and, and we're, we're there. We, we can compete with the best of them. There's some things we're just in the race, and there's some things we're just like way behind. Everyone's everyone's going to be something different, and we don't need to, you know, this is not group therapy. We don't need to. This is not confession either. But um, everyone can think for themselves. What are those elements? 
And I think we often have a challenge when it comes to those things. How can I be that guy who's so great, who's so ahead of the pack, and yet I'm that guy who's so behind? Everyone else seems to be doing fine in that in that area. How, how do I put those together? And that's a challenge. It's, it's a challenge. And like I said, I think we need, we need another schmooze to try and address this. Um, but I think it's something to at least I mean, at least want to raise the issue right now, if not actually um, analyze, analyze it in full. And but the goal's got to be to figure out how these coexist. And the goal has got to be to not let the dregs pull everything down, and not and, and not let the dregs go up either, and just and just you know ruin what I've got going. You have to you have to look at what what it is that I'm what what it is that I'm successful in, and I've got to keep going with that, and I've got to build off of that. I've got to kind of compartmentalize that I've got going on. I'm davening well, I'm learning well, I'm doing making brachas well, whatever it is that I'm doing very well. Okay, then there's the then there's the rat race I'm in. Okay, that, that I'm with everyone else. That I just work and keep going. Out of those things that I'm really struggling with, okay. everyone has their struggles, and there are different ways to deal with it. Maybe I'll take I'll do piecemeal, low hanging fruit, whatever it is that I could take a little bit off. If the problem is, you know, I don't I don't make I don't make brachos, so let's aim for one bracha today. Let's aim for two brachos tomorrow, something like that. But I think just the other important element is just like when it comes to a tzibur, we don't define a tzibur by the rasha. We don't say ooh. There's a Russia amongst amongst this Tibor. They're all Russian. No, there is an element of, of a Russia. There are dregs in the wine, but that doesn't mean they'll make the whole thing bad. So too when it comes to ourselves, I have one element that I'm really struggling with, one element that's really hard, one element that, that seems to be a, w- way lower than everything else in my life. That doesn't define who I am. It's something I need to work on, but it doesn't define who I am. I'm I'm so much more than my biggest struggle. I think that's something very important to think about. So just to Chazer 3, which is 4, um, we spoke about responsibility, responsibility of Kabbalah Stara. It's not just to find what, what's going on over here. I need to work on myself in order to take, the, to take it out of the base measures. Connectivity, the value of being connected. Even the Poshe Yisrael, says, and the idea of Tzibur, how much am I willing to put myself out to ex- extend my human and religious experience. And really that fourth element, that there is that, there is the, that, that, uh, you know, triple nature of Tzadik, Benoni, and Russia, even within ourselves, how do we deal with that? Different elements.